I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. No, you listen to me. Oh, fucking classic red. You know, I try to cultivate a culture of respect and love. Like, who's spooning who here? What's going on? That's not going to be awkward at all tonight. Yes, yeah, sorry, don't worry, but what's your name? I don't want to think about it. Neither do I. We're a bit of an adventuring party. Treasure? I don't, I'm not like a side quest type dude. <laughs> I'm just like someone who you can hang out with for a minute if you need a break from like the sadness of this campaign. <laughs> Welcome back to Dyshane. This is episode 57, Blood on One's Hands. MVP this week is PJ Caristi, who just supported us on Patreon and has been a huge fan of the show. Thanks a lot, dude. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts to everyone who joined us during our 24-hour live stream for Extra Life. Together, we obliterated our initial goal and raised a grand total of $4,240 for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Extra big thank you to our top donor, Jonathan Nysdor, who blew us all away with his generosity. We're still planning our final stretch reward, but stay tuned because as we promised, Harlan's going to be eating a Reaper chip for your enjoyment. Oh boy. <laughs> all right, should we get down to business? Let's do it.
I wanted to ask you guys a question about your characters. Ooh. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's tricky because I I talk to you guys all individually as your characters, but not so much about like as your people. You mean like as you're talking to us, we answer as our characters. Yeah, so I'm oh. like, "Hey, and well, no." Like before bed, you're like, "Good night, darling." And I'm like, "Good night, darling." <laughs> Have I got sleep? Harlan, you've got to stop doing this. I think our audience is very familiar with Doran, but they don't know Alex very well. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah well, it's because when you phone, I'm like, hello? Oh, did you want to speak with Doran or Alex? Oh, let me go get him. <laughs> right. Hello. We have all officially given ourselves multiple personality disorders so that we yeah. can function. That's right. Well, I wanted to ask some questions about your characters. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh. And I wanted to know if your characters have tattoos. Oh. Because I feel like getting inked in the Forgotten Realms it's pretty common. is a pretty common thing. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know if any of you guys are sporting any ink. And if so... Where and what? Oh, what is it? Up? I could totally see Doran having some cool, like, like big, thick line tattoos underneath huh? his beard. I could totally see Jack having something like real small and delicate in a place that no one sees. <laughs> I, I don't know. I something that he and Doran could have done together. So yeah, I mean, I, I had two. There's probably in Jack's future a a like tattoo that is in some way magical in in like it references mm. something arcane or something about the school of magic he practices or something that's like for him in that way um I, but i don't think he has that one yet and i think maybe he, he and Torin have talked about a tattoo together as a thing to be like hey i know we're apart but this could be a, a thing that's for Aww. about us what did i say and, i can totally but i don't that. think that's mm. happened yet either i think jack's got commitment issues when it comes to tattoos <laughs> i think kraloth has something that he got with his buddies from the order yep, right exactly. too a death from above totally type you know it's like a fellowship of the rings like broken skull yeah 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 exactly something almost like branded almost something we were sitting around the fire and branded i think it's kind of branding Brand- it just is brandon brandon brandon, <laughs> brandon. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is for brandon and brandon's got one of me on the same cheek <laughs> right yeah. It's, it's just everybody had a Brandon in the in the order, right? We here. all had a Brandon, all different brands. But seriously, is it a brand or is it a tattoo? I think it's a brand. I think I, I think mm. we were sitting Whoa, around a fire, and we wanted a way to connect us. Yeah, something, some sort of bonding where we wanted to give ourselves tattoos, but we didn't have the means to do it, and we. You know, stuck some sort of insignia into the fire. Crazy. And Maybe it was the pommel of someone's sword or something, oh. or or like a holy symbol of Kelimbor. So it's the scales. It was the dog tag of our fallen captain. Oh fuck! Ah, man. cool. I have Brandon, and yeah. that's the guy who's that, been following us around. Me around. Brandon. Right. Brandon. <laughs> and Doran, you said you don't have any tattoos. No, Doran doesn't have any. No, I don't have tattoos, but I do have a brand, which is kind of funny that you said You're branded wow. too. Yeah, I'm branded. Yeah. Branded by myself, you know? That's just called an accident. Yeah, just burning yourself <laughs> on the forge doesn't count. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, he really tries to sell it, though. I'm a blacksmith, and and uh, and this was, like, totally deliberate. You know, I, I heated the brand myself, and I pressed myself against the brand, and I Owie. gave myself the medical attention that was necessary afterwards. <laughs> what is the brand of? Uh, the brand is the the... Your goblin wife's the name? iron fist. No, it is the insignia? iron fist exactly. Oh, nice. the iron fist insignia. 
I think it's pretty easy to say that Red does not have any tattoos of any yeah. kind. However, he does so have body modifications. You got fur well. all over. So I have severed ears, as it's been mentioned many body times. Mods. My ears have been cut. For speed. As well as my tail has been removed. So I have no mm, ears and right. no tail. For speed and balance. Well, no, the yes. tail wouldn't add balance. Would Lack of balance. balance. That's why Red's kind of dopey sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Your balance? Actually, I think it helped him, really, in the long run. Oh. I mean, for years. I mean, he had this done when he was young. You say had it done. Yeah. Man, I'm curious for this story to come literally Literally, no one in 50 episodes has ever been like, hey. Actually, that's not true. I think Jack has probably mentioned it like offhand. And you brushed him off because you guys weren't close enough yet. Yeah, exactly. Because I have to keep people at his distance or else my body parts get removed. The (laughs) tabaxis aren't all that common. I I think it's fair to say that Kraloth maybe, you know, Red is the first tabaxi that Kraloth has met. But now that Bee's here and she has a tail, it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. Andy ears. That's actually very true. Right, Andy ears. Yeah. So, getting right back into it. Red and Doran, you're outside the keep. It's getting super dark out, and you're burying the body of Amrath Molnabar. Meanwhile, Kraloth and Jack, you're inside the keep, and you're searching high and low for any sign of more undead. As you move throughout this place, it's it's pitch black. The window's bricked over long ago. There's a few old pieces of furniture here. Kraloth illuminates with his lantern as he moves through the keep. They're broken or draped in yellowed linen like ghosts. And Kraloth, with a wave of his hand, casts Detect Magic and begins walking towards the chest. Yeah, as I mentioned, you do see a chest here and you cast Detect Magic. Jack's stuff glows, your stuff glows. Apart from that, you detect no magic. Mm. It's ornately carved and lacquered, banded with metal, and closed with a heavy padlock. And I reach out and I heft the padlock. You got any way of opening this, Jack? Back outside, Red and Doran, as you tend to the body and prepare the burial site, you realize that he's wearing a key, a silver key, on a chain around his neck. I hand it to Doran and say, they might want this inside. Yeah, you you shovel the last spade full of earth down on top of the body, and well, your friends are still still in the keep. Doran kind of looks down at the body, and now that this body's laid to rest, perhaps we should just go and see what what's going on in the in the keep. Yeah, let's uh, let's head inside to sort of join the other two. Yeah, as you come back up on the keep, maybe, and you see in through the broken oak doors, maybe. Kraloth's lantern light is coming down from the left side of the keep. He's descending this spiral staircase after having cleared the top floor of the keep, finding nothing but old mildewed hunting trophies from a hundred years ago and the remnants of people who used to make this place lively. Doran sees the light coming down the stairs and he looks at Red and he says, you know, his light's on. I suppose it can't all be bad. No, I suppose not. Uh, maybe this key will be used to them. Why don't you give it to him? Yeah. And I walk up to Kraloth. Kraloth, it's... Uh, Doran. It's... Uh, here. I hold up the key, holding onto the chain that it's on. Uh, this was on the body of that uh, that dwarf. Oh. And uh, it's probably something for inside this, this building. Okay. You might find it most useful uh wonderful what did you do with the body oh we buried it oh 
you know, you can't miss it. There's a fresh grave behind the behind the keep here. Okay. Well, I think I know where this goes. Yeah. Doesn't look like there's uh, anything else in this place. I think uh, all the undead here were just the lords themselves. And as far as I'm concerned, that dwarf as well was. Uh, I don't want to think about it. Neither do I. Thank you for the key. Let's go show Doran that chest. Yeah, we found a chest back here, Doran. Maybe you want to come and take a look with us. The word chest is a welcome distraction to all the... Treasure? ...negative energy that fills the room. (laughs) (laughs) Key slides in the padlock snugly, and as you open the chest, you find uh, some treasure. Oh! Yeah. You actually hear Orc Splitter go, (laughs) as you pull out a pouch made of stitched Orc skin, inside which there's 600 gold pieces. Oh. And there are also six loose gemstones, each worth 50 gold pieces. Doran picks up the pouch of Orc skin, smells it, and feels it between his fingers, and he says, you know, there's something that's uh, special about orc skin. <laughs> it's very thick, and it's incredibly durable. Do you mind if I keep this? And I empty the actual orc skin. I empty the gold into the pouch of... Uh, uh-huh. This goes back centuries, and although we might be you know, on speaking terms with some orcs and some half orcs, you know, this is ingrained in my soul. Yeah, yeah. That's fine by me, Doran. Jack scowls a little bit at, at Doran's enthusiasm for an orc skin pouch, but doesn't say anything. Okay. Do you guys want to do anything else here at the keep or head back to the lodge? Yeah. Yeah, Jack's had a powerful need to write a letter to Torin uh, and is eager to go find some time. I think Red is waiting outside. He hasn't really entered back in. And as everyone files past, he uh, sort of calls to Kraloth. Kraloth. Red. Let's talk. All right. And uh, I'm assuming Doran and Jack just continue back? or Yeah. So Doran and Jack head back to the hunting lodge. Kraloth and Red, you guys want to have a chit-chat? Yeah. Red calls to Kraloth and then sort of steps out in front of the door. I picture Kraloth sort of walking down the bridge as if leaving, and then Red, like, calling to him. Hmm. And then he steps out, and the two of us are sort of on either side of this bridge. You know, the metaphorical space between us. Yeah, and uh, Kraloth, he deflates a little bit as he sees Red standing across the bridge. And uh, he drops his sack, which clatters to the ground, and then he puts his shield and his mace down on the ground. And then he sits on top of it, and uh, he wipes some sweat from his brow. Well, you want to lead us off here? Oren told me tonight... That a demon appeared to him by the name of Shaxel. This demon asked him to steal from us. Asked him to take things that were important. Only Oren said no. He said he couldn't. And I believed him. And yet, Red says as he takes like a half step towards Kraloth, and yet... Doran has lost his ring. And B has lost her necklace. Kraloth, do you know where these things might be? <laughs> I can honestly say that I don't. But, uh, 
can tell you where I left them. Why? Red says as his eyes again turn to slits. Kraloth looks up at the sky. I don't know if you'd understand, Red. Try me. Did Orin say what the demon offered him? A home. A family. Something that I never thought you would need. <laughs> oh, a home and a family. Oh. No, I got both of those. Family and you guys. and Home and my lord. No, no. The demon offered me something very different. <laughs> something that I've known for a long time that I don't possess. But What is that? You know the thing about you that drew me to you in the first place? You know what that was? No. What? <laughs> it's your essence. <laughs> I, I know it sounds almost vampiric to say that, but you've got this life energy that just exudes from your pores, the enthusiasm and the zest for life, that feeling of that glow that just lights up a room. You are alive. You are rich in spirit. You have a soul. And so do you. And Kraloth grows very serious. Uh, that's not true. I lost my soul in Barovia. What, what do you mean? That's, that can't be true. You wouldn't be walking around. You wouldn't be here with us. Kraloth, what are you talking no, about? No, it's true. You know how I was asked to decide with the Hemperat woman what to do? Yes. Well, I chose to kill her. And you know what that made me feel? I can't even imagine. It must have been... I don't feel anything at all. Red's demeanor sort of melts slightly. It's gone from this cold, angry, frustrated to this compassion. He looks over his shoulder at the blood leaking from beneath the door and then back to Kraloth, a new understanding in his eyes. And he takes a half step towards Kraloth again, but this time not one of anger and one of empathy. Kraloth, I, I don't know what this demon told you or what it promised you, but I, if you are missing your soul... We will do everything to make you whole again. You don't need any sort of pacts. You don't need any sort of help other than the help that we can give you as your party, as your friends, as your family. I'd like to believe you, Red. I really would. Believe me. Believe me the same way that you believed in my spirit or essence or whatever you want to call it. And he takes another step towards you. And whatever I exude to make you feel partially whole again, believe that side of me. Kraloth. And he puts his hand on your shoulder now, standing next to you. Listen to me, Kraloth. I am and have always been your friend. No, you listen to me, Red. Those undead that I vanquished with Jack today, I am no different than they are. I'm one of them. Do you know... How twisted that is. That's not true. This is not a binary and or if. This is something that you choose. This idea that you are undead is something that you are putting upon yourself because of the way you feel, but is not how others see you. It is not how we see you. 
I need to atone to Kelimvor. I need to do everything within my power to, to, for Kelimvor to forgive me for what I am and who I am and how I am. You've believed in me many times in my life, sometimes when I needed it. And I need you to believe in me for both of our sakes. I need you to believe in friendship. I need you to believe in love, the love that you and I share, Kraloth. I have not asked much of you, but I'm asking this now. For me, believe in this. And Kraloth has been looking at the ground, kind of despondent this whole time, and he raises his head quickly to rebuke everything that Red has been saying, and he starts, uh, and he looks at Red, and his detect magic is still going. When he looks up, he sees Red and his eyes, and the silhouette, and he sees Red glowing slightly, as if the spell is working on him and he shakes his head and the the effect is 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 gone and uh, uh, well uh, i'm sorry red i uh, don't know really what to say right now but i think i want to say sorry you don't need to say anything just know that together we're going to get through this and in your kneeling position, I crouch down next to you, and I wrap my arms around you, and I give you a hug. Kraloth takes it and hesitantly wraps his arms around his good friend Red. And um, very quietly, he says, uh, I think I think I want to cry, Red. Let it out, big guy. <laughs> good job, guys. Cool. Beautiful. Good job. Great, Great scene, buddy. Very good. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That felt much better to me. Uh, and and Kraloth, Kraloth stands back up after... Having a good cry together. Huh? Oh, and Red is bawling too, obviously. The night is still young. What do you say we go back to the inn and get ourselves a drink? That sounds refreshing to me. What? I've, I've already made up our bed, so... Doran, you're not even in this scene. <laughs> I saw that. We can just crash. It was very well put together. That's not going to be awkward at all tonight. <laughs> we can just crash after a few brews. <laughs> In fact, yeah. so it good. might be very healing, you know? <laughs> oh, it will Togetherness. be healing. Put your butt on my chest, and I want to put my chest <laughs> on your butt. All together. Okay. There you go. It's the 4th of Uktor, the month also known as the rotting. My favorite month. The rotting. <laughs> <laughs> the most metal month of them all. <laughs> and yeah, are you all set to go? You know where the trailhead is? Yes. Yeah, I think uh, I'm just getting True Stephen all wrapped up for uh, the cold weather. Aww. Putting on his horse sweater. Well, hold on. We all wake up in one big bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's spooning who here? What's going on? Yes, let's talk about this for a minute. So the, the windows just open a crack, which mm-hmm. is allowing just the most lovely autumn breeze to come in through yeah. the window. And it settles on your bodies all twisted up in, in blankets. I'm definitely full baby spooning Doran. Yeah. Like, how you sleep with a baby where you're like, ah. who's Who's who, though? You're the little spoon. Okay, little just guy. double checking. Yeah, you knew it. I think Oren is like wrapped up around B, like using her big fluffy tail as like a body pillow. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm picturing the tabaxis like sleeping on the pillows huh? over yeah, yeah, them, yeah. like our heads. Yeah, or like, yeah, like bees at the foot of the bed almost type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Ah, good morning, everyone. Shall we hit the road? <sighs> <sighs> yeah. 
<sighs> Need some time to prepare those spells and get some coffee, but yeah. Oh yeah, coffee would be great. I feel much better. Let's uh let's hit the road, guys. Let's, you know, do some traveling and uh <sighs> when we stop for camp tonight, there's something that I wanna share with you all. And I look to Red and then I get myself up and walk downstairs and i sort of nod like you know knowingly but kindly and empathetically and lovingly and red's feeling happy this morning very different than you've known him the last you know few days from having a cold to being sort of miserable and angry and now he's feeling very different except still still a bit standoffish towards jack but that's pretty normal i mean jack as soon as quail is like we've got something to talk about you know jack is like on edge all the rest of the day everything else he's he's just in that moment of like oh no oh red's told him and i'm gonna get kicked out and everybody like he's just lost in that like oh (laughs) yeah that's true yeah and then i head out to the stables and gear up true steven i see red uh gearing up true steven and uh, i walk up to him and say hey uh I found this on one of the hunter lords, and uh, obviously I've got no use for it, but uh, I think you could do some serious art with this tool, so to speak. (gasps) Thank you, buddy. This is gorgeous. Uh, This is the bow, I'm assuming. What does it look like? This bow is a smooth ebony. Ebony. Mm. So it's very dark, dark brown. It's been polished through use and time it gleams dully in the morning light and it has um carved insignia of a rearing horse up near the handle of the bow hmm and a red just looks it over and he's like i think i'm gonna name this bow asta oh oh cool oh that's so good are you gonna attune to it on your way oh fuck it Absolutely. You're going to like this bow, Harlan. (laughs) (laughs) So excited. I'm glad you like it, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Even though, you know, naming it Asta, there's like a bit of a sting between them, but he's not worried anymore and he understands. Yeah. And I put uh, Dreammaker, the bow that was Rivers, on my back for the time being. You know, it's sort of conflicted, but for the most part, happy to see this new one. And I'm going to attune to it. The edges of the high forest are wreathed in mist. You walk a trail leading southeast out of Noanar's hold toward the woods. The trail carves through tall grasses and shelters a flock of small birds that take flight as your party passes on horseback. Before long, you're in and amongst the trees, and sunlight filters through the branches to illuminate the fallen leaves and ferns underfoot. The high forest seems enchanted by stillness. It's hard to see more than a hundred feet in any direction because the trees grow fairly close together. And despite the late season, their branches still hold shocks of colorful leaves. It's very beautiful. Soft green moss grows up and over rocky outcroppings and thick tree trunks are ringed with giant white mushrooms. You travel east, following a winding river that you've been told wends its way through the forest, starting its journey from mineral springs somewhere on the lost peaks and eventually downstream, becoming the Deseret River. Red, the bow that you hold was once called the Lord's Bow, now called Asta. This is a legendary magical longbow. So this is a plus one longbow, which means you get a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. However, when you make attack and damage rolls against a humanoid, you gain a plus two instead. This bow has, this gets better. This bow has three charges and regains expended charges daily at dawn. 
On your turn, you can use a bonus action to expend one charge to cast Fairy Fire against a creature within the spell's range. That's pretty good. So that's 60 feet, only not your regular 600 feet. The creature can make a dexterity saving throw against the spell save DC on a fail. The creature is outlined in Fairy Fire as per the text of the spell. Oh. So this is a bow made for hunting humans. Wow. Oh, well, that makes sense. Would it work on invisible creatures? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says in the spell that it makes invisible oh. creatures visible. Oh, fuck, and that's so cool. That's and handy. anyone that's who's really attacking handy. against a creature who is outlined in fairy fire has advantage. So say oh. there's, a, there's like a creature that Doran is fighting, you can use a bonus action to outline it in fairy fire, and then Doran and you and anyone else attacking would get advantage. That is oh extremely wow. helpful. That is so good. Let alone bonus action to give you advantage in all your attacks. Holy so good. shit. Wow. Thank you. We should go back to the inn and use it on the invisible servants. And uh-huh. just see what yeah, like. yeah. Huh? So, you guys are traveling through this beautiful forest and Red, you wrap your hands around this bow and you spend some time attuning to it. I think there's a moment where I fall back next to B mm-hmm. and I say, B, you giving me Dream Maker was so meaningful and important. I understand how important it is for you to make your own bow in your own way. However, River was my best friend and someone that I didn't think I could ever live without. I want you to have her bow back. And I give her Dream Maker back. Uh, as much as it pains me, I've always felt weird using Dream Maker. There's always been a bit of a disconnect. Mm. It's definitely River's bow, and I love using it but it feels like i'm playing someone else's part a part that now belongs to b yeah b takes her mother's bow in her hands takes it from you and just looks down at it and sort of runs a paw over the carving of these painted fish she just nods thanks dad you've earned it so i picture us kind of riding through the woods and yeah you're following this this river and doran's kind of pulling up the rear on his pony. Nay. And because we're in the forest, the wind is less harsh and there's a bit of a calmness in here, eh? Mm-hmm. So maybe we are a bit more jolly. It's definitely a more relaxing time mm-hmm. than you've had recently. I mean, Jack's on edge. He's not at all taking the, we need to talk this this evening in any kind of relaxing way. He's looking through the forest being like, uh-oh, everybody's going to know. And I'm gonna I'm a hypocrite. Uh, Kraloth is kind of riding beside Jack and he he pulls back a bit so he's in step with him. He says, You know, uh, I think I saw one or two people taking the bricks down from their windows this morning. Well, that's amazing. I hope they have brighter days ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That must have been really hard. Who could live in a town like that, you know? I guess sometimes you don't realize it can be another way till somebody rides in and shows you it can be different. <laughs> Truer words have never been spoken, Jack. And Kraloff pulls up ahead. The river you've been following has grown deep and wide. Its waters are clear and you can see big fish sheltering from the sun under lily pads. You come to a bend in the river where it begins to head in a southerly direction and with you on its southern shore. There's a huge willow tree here and it hangs its long branches down into the water. On the shore of the river... You see a sturdy-looking raft that bobs in the water, tied off to a short dock. And you notice there's a little hut built up against the trunk of the big willow tree. It's about five-foot cube in its dimensions. Hmm. So Jack and Red, certainly, you'd both know that 
you were told to go to Shadowtop Cathedral, which is probably on the sides of the Lost Peaks somewhere, which would mean that y- you need to go north from here. Hmm. We got to get across. Right. Yeah, I think we sort of get off our horses and head over. Hello? Is anybody there? I kind of make noise as I shuffle through the leaves, trying to make enough noise so that we're not startling anybody inside the hut. Yeah, this this hut, it looks like maybe it was built of scavenged sticks and twigs that's like mudded together with clay. And it's got little windows in the sides made of some kind of yellow glass. And as you approach, you see the pathway that leads to the door of this hut is lined with some stone sculptures, uh-huh. like precariously stacked pebbles and stones. Oh, amazing. I'm hoping it's like some sort of beaver person or something. <laughs> well, beaver person? The door opens and you see a little face poke out. Hello? Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. He's uh, He's got wrinkly gray brown skin mossy green hair and he like looks up at you he's maybe two and a half feet tall he's like oh 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 and he comes out closes the door behind him he's wearing this like patchwork smock he's a little forest gnome Hmm. (laughs) yes sir adorable what's your name oh oh i'm elmort bottle river this is um this is my here stretch of land. Oh the, and what's your name? <laughs> Elmort. My name's Red. This is my best friend Crayoth and my best friend Doran and my best friend Jack. Well, and who are these two over here? Oh, and that's Orin, our bard, and B, uh Red's little daughter. Orin is uh, is really great with the loot. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, Master Crayloth. What's your name? <laughs> he just told you. Oh. It, I'm happy to say it again. It's Elmort Bottle River. Oh, of course. You should just say that. I'm very excited about this whole situation. Elmort, we're trying to get to Shadowtop Cathedral. I don't know if you could point us in the right direction. I think it's north somewhere from here. His eyes get big and wide. Oh, yes. Well, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to cross the river. Well, that's, I mean, that's why I got the, <laughs> the ferry here. So you, you're welcome to use it. Amazing. Sure. How much do you charge for your services? Oh, I don't. I don't charge a thing. Well, this guy's the best. Do you want to come on an adventure? No, oh, no, no, no. This is my home. The raft is like his size. It's like two by two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're going to have to make a couple of trips across because it's like like a one or two horse affair type thing. So you don't leave B with red, but then you've got to, and then the chicken. Yeah, Yeah, it's like getting the (laughs) fox across. Yeah, You don't want to put Kryloth with the food. Where's the scones? Because he'll eat it. He's like, True. no, no, I, I don't charge a thing. I, I just, you know, he sort of sits down on the path beside his sculptures and he starts idly stacking more stones as he's talking to you. I had a dream a, a long time ago that I would be able to make friends if I had like a cool boat. So I found a part of the river that sometimes I get company. And so uh, it's, it's really nice to say to say hello and that today's the day that I get to meet my new friends. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> I mean, we know you don't charge anything, but we could definitely stay for a cup of tea if you'd like. I, I, and I'm like looking to the others like, come on, guys, right? Absolutely. I'm definitely in no hurry. I'd, I'd love to sit down for a spot of tea. It's lunchtime, so we might as well. Mm-hmm. You know, be, be friendly with you for an afternoon. He opens the door to his hut for you, Doran, and you can see inside. It's like gnome-sized, but you can definitely, if you crouch, you could get in, um, and Oren would be able to get in as well. 
but the the larger folk are going to be out of luck. He opens the door and he shows you the dwelling extends beyond the hut into the tree. You can see long ago this mm. willow tree had been trained to grow around the rooms cool. in his home and that there's some like nicely made furniture in there and uh, his main room the entryway is lit with um, terrariums that he's oh, he's oh, caught like lightning bugs in there and oh, so it's like man. this shifting yellow light and he's like these are my other friends huh <laughs> I mean I, I can definitely put a kettle on but I don't know if I can feed all of you no we just want to pay you in some way and you seem like you could use a chant and unless there's anything we could do around here to help you you need any work done or any monsters killed? We're a bit of an adventuring party. He looks a little bit warily at Doran's axe and he's like, promise me you'll be nice to the trees around here, okay? That's oh. as much as I work as I need done from any of you. Just that you'll, you know, I try to cultivate a culture of respect and love. Well, trust me, you have no need to worry about this axe and your trees. Isn't that right, Oryx Splitter? Tell me, tell me, what's your favorite type of thing to kill? There you go. <laughs> yeah, they're real friendly, this little axe here. And yeah, like like they said, the only thing that we like to chop are orcs and other uh, fiendish creatures that are causing havoc. Wow, shucks, <laughs> that sounds great. Speaking of havoc, have you had any run-ins with, with any giants around here? No. Oh. No, can't say. Is, I, I mean, apart from the giant woodland creatures. Of course. And you have no idea how exactly we would get to Shadowtop Cathedral other than just passing this river, no? He sort of scratches behind his ears with like a knobbly little finger. He's like, I, I haven't really ever been, but I've heard it's very beautiful and that it kind of shifts around sometimes. The trees like to move, you, you see. Mm. Well, that's all right. Yeah, we met one of those uh, named Lifferless. He was a, a tree from Shadowtop who'd wandered all the way to Goldenfield. You've met an awakened tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was my best friend. I knew you guys were going to be cool. Can I have something from your house? Something to remember you by? Oh, fucking classic <laughs> red. I know, but I haven't collected a weird trinket in a long time. It's true. Yeah. You know, I want to get some more fun stuff. Yeah, you want more things? Is there anything you'd be willing to give us? Something fun that we could remember you by? He pulls the top stone off of one of his sculptures and he gives it to you. Thank you. It's like a smooth river pebble. Doran goes rifling through his backpack and he's like, you know what? Here, I'm going to give you something a little bit more fun. And he pulls out the scary mask and robe. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, yeah. The cultist? <laughs> oh, no. You're going to come back through here and he's going to start a brand boogie, new religion. Boogie, boogie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I say, That's great. here's something that uh, you can have a little bit of fun with. Either uh, make a friend or, you know, scare somebody that comes by, keep Keep animals away. Whatever you like. Here, here you go. Whoa. Like the mask is the side of his torso. <laughs> yeah, he tries it on, pulls it in front of his face. Oh. Like sticks his tongue through the eye hole. Blah, 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 blah. Well, we don't want to take up too much of your time. We just, if you have anything you need to do, we'll happily do before crossing the river. I don't, I'm not like a side quest type dude. I'm just like someone who you can hang out with for a minute if you need a break from like uh, the sadness of this campaign. Agree. Sometimes you just want to meet a, a new friendly face who just has no duplicity in him at all. Yeah, man. I, I got nothing that I need doing and I Harlan, I you don't... sure you don't want to roll insight on the this character's... Uh... Done. He's going to backstab you. Natural one! <laughs> you don't know That's anything so and you pee a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we appreciate your time, 
We better cross the road. He, he helps you guys up onto the uh, platform mm-hmm. on the riverbank, and you guys shuttle across, no problem. Get the horses on over. Mm. And, uh, and then he waves to you from the other side of the riverbank. Well, if you feel like coming back over here anytime, just just shout my name into the wind. <laughs> Elmort Bottle River. Goodbye, Elmort. Bye, Elmort. Take care. Take care, Elmort. Oh, God. That was a great guy. What a nice little fellow. I really liked him. And you continue your travels. <laughs> Kellenvor, things are back on track. Things were getting pretty dark there for a moment. Thank you as always to Mitchell Cardwell, Megan Shepherdson, Christopher Ryan Evans, and Merlin. See you soon! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.